0: Brother Tim, uh, we probably could get started.
1: All right, all right. Okay, Tim. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the IPT Zoom family meeting. Uh, This is an important year for the Institute as we're celebrating our 35th anniversary. And we believe with the important initiatives being shared today, this may be one of the Institute's most impactful years to date. As we enter the second month of this new year, we have much to be thankful for. And we'd like to begin by especially acknowledging the long-term friendship and support of Mr. Thomas Steinmetz, founder and chairman of the World Tourism Network, who is hosting our meeting today. And he's a true friend. So if you're not muted, let's give him a round of applause. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you, our dear friend. As we all know, we come together at a time when the world is combating one of the greatest pandemics ever to face humanity, a time of great strife in the world and a time of severe climate change, economic deprivation and poverty. If ever there was a time the world needed IIPT, it is now. (laughs) So it is in this context that we're gathering here today. The work that you're doing on the ground is helping to transform the conditions facing humanity, and in a very real way, helping to save the earth we inhabit. This is no small thing. It is very important work each of you is doing right where you are, and collectively the (laughs) IEPT. is helping to change the world. So with that said, let us begin by hearing from a gentleman who has been leading this work on a global stage for many decades. We're most honored to have him as the chairman of our International Advisory Board. So please welcome Dr. Taled Rifai.
2: Thank you so much. You have made a great introduction, as usual. My dear friends, what we just heard is very, very true. Because world peace depends on world governments. World governments are failing us now, really failing us. Each government is working on its own. They measure their success only by looking inwards. The international system, the multilateral system, is falling apart. No EU, no AU, no UN altogether. We don't hear any voices of them. That's the fact. The fact is that governments need to measure their success with how much they cooperate with each other because governments cannot do it alone now. Tourism is a connecting people and people cannot do it on their own. Each government now is bragging on how it's doing a good job on its own. But if the governments don't work together, success cannot be achieved. This is our main mission, I believe. Our main mission is to try to encourage work governments to work together because no matter how much measure we take now in this covid 19 alone, there is no sense measuring any success if country A cannot visit country B or if an airline wants to go from country A to country B and has different procedures and different protocols. So what we need is now is a co- cooperation, cooperation, international cooperation, which is the basis of peace. Now, international system, we you know it's a traditional, International national system fallen apart already. COVID has many advantages. It uncovered the fragility of this system. The system has been weak to start with. We need to rebuild the new system from bottom up, brick by brick. That's what we need to do. I believe in that. I'll stop at this point. I'm very, very eager to hear what you have to say about this. But I firmly believe the challenge is how to cooperate together and how to harmonize everything together. It's not important to have one country do its uh, blockage here, or have testing there, or doing this or doing that. The important thing: how do we do it together? Even the minimum of doing it together is better than the maximum of doing each one of them alone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Lou, for bringing this family to, together.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Rafai, for those really inspiring words. Thank you so much. Uh, We're very honored today to have three distinguished members of our IIPT International Advisory Board. And I would like to acknowledge them. Uh, Mr. Bob Zimmer, who has been with us as a very loyal advisory board member since our very first global conference in Vancouver in 1988. And we have Ms. Anastasia Mann who has also been a loyal advisory board member since our first conference and who played a major role in the success of our 2001 Global Summit in Geneva, Switzerland by securing 007 Sir Roger Moore to give the keynote address. And Ms. Kathy Sudeikis who has been a formidable leader in travel and tourism on the global stage for, for many decades. We are delighted to have all of you with us today, and we thank you for your many contributions. Let's give them a big welcome, everybody. Yes. I would also like to acknowledge um, two faithful, dedicated IIPT board members. I don't know if Markley is with us yet, but Mr. Markley Wilson and Mr. Donald King, they do their work behind the scenes but are crucial to the fabric of the Institute organizationally and programmatically. And we will be hearing from Don shortly, but I did not want to go further into this meeting without acknowledging these gentlemen who do so much behind the scenes to help keep IPT going. Now, I am pleased to announce that IBT will be launching two new chapters. The first will be our Maldives chapter, and we're most delighted to have with us Mr. Mohammed Raid, Managing Director, Maldives Integrated Tourism Development Corporation. Welcome, sir, and we will hear from you now.
3: Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for uh, taking me on board and uh, a very warm welcome and a very uh, warm welcome from the sunny side of life, the Maldives. I'll just give a very uh, small presentation uh, that I have made uh, for for this uh, event. Uh, just just very brief about the Maldives. I'll just share what uh, we are doing. So this is uh, as. Uh, Timothy have mentioned that this is peace through tourism, so MITDC would like to join this uh, in, uh, initiative and the chapter and, and carry on uh, with, with what you guys are doing uh, and also introducing it to the Maldives as well. Maldives, as uh, everyone would uh, definitely know it's located in the Indian Ocean it's across uh, from uh, north to south, 9,200 islands actually. And it's 800 kilometers long and 130 kilometers wide. So we have 1,200 islands in total. Tourism was started in 1972 and next year is is a very jubilant year for Maldives. We are going to celebrate 50 years of tourism. So we are proud to say that within uh, less than 50 years, we have become the leading destination in the world. Uh, Last year we have received uh, the leading destination award in in, in, uh, tourism. And we have uh, registered 154 resorts and 614 guest houses. That is the statistics prior to the COVID. And uh, I would say that Maldives is not a country that is in mass tourism, which most most countries, I think, uh, in this chapter also that I have seen a lot of countries that has been introduced with mass tourism, but I'm, I'm really sorry to say that Maldives is not even yet uh, introduced as a mass touristic uh, destination. So, uh, we have been discussing with uh, your mandate as well with peace through tourism Maldives is yes definitely a very peaceful destination and that is one reason we have uh, got all these uh, destination awards so far for the last 49 years we have uh, won several trophies in best destination uh, for peace uh, peaceful destination best beaches and then best honeymoon destinations so this uh, the main reason is I would say Maldives is a peaceful destination. That is one one main reason we are holding that position. We have one religion, one race, one language in in the Maldives. And Maldives Integrated Tourism Development Corporation is a 100% government uh, tourism company and I've been an appointed managing director by the president of the Maldives. And we are mandated with the development of local tourism in the Maldives. Previously, Maldives does not have uh, Uh, local tourism which means uh, uh, hotels where people are living but now uh, since 2010 we have now we call guest houses or boutique hotels or airbnb whatever they call we have uh, now uh, 20 percent is being uh, shared by by this local tourism in the Maldives and there's another thing that we we are going to uh, introduce to the Maldives so far we have only sun sand and sea I have been, um, I think I I would like to thank at this moment to Miss Diana also, because she has been uh, uh, very helpful uh, for us in in introducing community tourism. That is, uh, we really need to introduce uh, community tourism to the Maldives, because so far we have not won any award uh, in terms of community tourism to the Maldives. So we believe it is high time that we must uh, now introduce community tourism uh, into the Maldives. And uh, to, for that also we, and also there's another component that is heritage tourism. We are going to have a yacht rally uh, that will be, that is scheduled actually for, for this year, February, but unfortunately due to the COVID uh, situations, we have postponed it for the 2022 February. Mr. Raid, open.
1: Mr. Wright, I'm so sorry, sir. We've got, uh, we're so happy to have you here with us. We are specifically interested in planned for 2021, because we're going to give you another opportunity to, to do a more full-scale presentation going forward, but we have a whole lot of presenters today. So please forgive yeah. me for interrupting you, uh, uh, sir. Sorry,
4: just, just, just a moment, Thanks. because I would like... Yeah, just a moment. I would like to remember to everyone that uh, we have two minutes and a half each in order to be short and everyone can can, can talk without being too too heavy so i'm going to 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 interrupt just to say when you have
3: 30 seconds more okay yeah thank you so Very much good. and i i have just uh I just, Muhammad, Muhammad. uh I just have
2: one one quick question one quick question Muhammad. still you. abide by the one one island one resort policy are you still abiding yes. by that
3: Yes, we have one island, one resort policy, and also we have introduced, as I have said, uh, local tourism that is allowing uh, tourists to visit the islands where people are living. So we have now two main segments: that is luxury tourism and also local tourism as well. So through local tourism, we would like to introduce uh, peace through tourism as well as community-based tourism for the islands as well. So that is uh, my introduction. Thank you so much. Thank you for the time, thank and you. I'm really uh, appreciate. Thank
2: you. Thank you, you, you. Mohammed.
3: Thank, okay. you, Thank you, sir. Welcome, and we look forward to visiting you.
1: <laughs>
2: yes,
3: okay. definitely, everyone
1: definitely. <laughs> is Most
3: welcome to, to the Maldives. Right.
1: Yes, sir. We, we, will, we will move forward now. Um, yes, I was actually saving this for a little bit later, um, but let me just please reiterate what we just heard from, from Fabio. We're asking each of the presenters to really keep your remarks between two and three minutes. And when you get to about two and a half minutes, uh, our brother Fabio is gonna chime in to let you know that it's it's time to close. And we hope you all will understand that, but we have so much valuable information that needs to be shared today that that's the only way we're gonna be able to really get through it. So um, the second new chapter will be led by Mr. Alexandru Nadelea, or I hope that's the correct pronunciation of his name, professor at the Stefan Selmari University at Susiava in Susiava, Romania, where our Romanian chapter will be based. Um, He and his wife have edited a book on peace marketing. So if you're with us, sir, we would love to hear from you now. Well, he may not have joined us yet. So we may have to come back. Um, now I would like to introduce you to two new individual members of the family who will be playing important roles. Uh, the first is Mr. Anand Bansod, our newest IPT ambassador for peace. Our ambassadors for peace exemplify and epitomize our credo of the peaceful traveler. So let us hear a brief word from Mr. Bansod. Are you with us, sir? Okay. I don't, I don't see him. Timothy, let me
5: make you a co-host. and you can actually see exactly who is on there. You can search by name. Okay. That makes it easier. Okay. So I'm going to try to do that.
1: Thank you so much. Well, we know that Mr. Francois is with us. Um, and he is our next newest family member, Mr. Philippe Francois, IPT ambassador at large. These ambassadors travel the world with a cause and have the ability to bring new projects and relationships (laughs) to the Institute. So we're so happy to have you to join us, Mr. Francois, the floor is yours.
6: Thank you so much, Mr. Chairman. I'm very honored and so pleased to to be with you again, it's not the first time. And uh, so honored to, to, to be with the, the, the family, IPT family. Uh, so ju- just briefly, I, I've been a, a hotel director, I've been this tourist destination director as well, and uh, since uh, 50 years now. And uh, uh, approximately 25 years ago, I was looking for the meaning of all my action between uh, hospitality, uh, restaurant, tourism. And I said, probably it's a tripod on planet, human, and the link between the, the both uh, is obviously a peace. Uh, as far as the planet's concerned, I, I published approximately 20 books on environment and sustainability development solutions for tourism and uh, i'm working all over the world and as far as human is concerned uh, i created approximately 25 schools of university uh, university programs in the world and uh, currently i am the chairman of different organizations one of them is amfurt AMFOT is the world association yes. for training and education in tourism which has been recognized by united nations organization three years ago so I'm the chairman, we, uh, we gather 800 members from uh, 66 uh, countries uh, nowadays. So, uh, it's uh, between planet, planet and the human in the middle, it's uh, peace and friendship uh, among the world. Uh, so this is the meaning of my, uh, not the, of my action, of my life.
1: Mm. Wow, amazing. Thank-, Thank you so much. Mr. Francois, well, we're so happy to have you to be a part of the family. Um, uh, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure that you will all agree that we're incredibly fortunate in many ways. But what we just witnessed um, are acknowledgments of friends who've been with us steadfastly for 35 years and are still with us. Yet simultaneously, we've just welcomed brand new members from various parts of the world who bring new energy insights and opportunities for us to expand the peace through tourism movement. And we've got some young folks that, who have joined us and we're gonna be hearing about from them and about some of the work that they're doing. So I I truly believe that that is an enormous sign of health uh, of the Institute and it's a great way to launch our 35th year, so. I just needed to make that that acknowledgement. Now, for those of you who have attended our global events, I love it when our sister Anita, Mindy, 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 is it is it Mindrato or Mindirata?
0: Mindirata.
1: Mindirata. After she's completed all her introduction, she says, "All protocols observed," <laughs> and that is what we have done. So, now we will move into the next phase of this meeting where we will hear presentations on some phenomenal projects and initiatives being done around the world. Our goal for this meeting is to not only hear about this great work, but as you listen, we encourage each of you to think about ways you may be able to link up with these projects and provide real support in ideas, contacts, resources, promotions, or other ways you can help to propel this project to completion and optimal achievements. That is what we want to accomplish today as we all contribute to the IAPT mission of peace through tourism. So a reminder of our housekeeping rules, um, each presenter please keep your remarks to two to three minutes or Brother Fabio is gonna jump in. Um, Next, since we have so much ground to cover, we ask your patience and allowing us to get through all of the presentations, then we will be able to share our thoughts, ask questions and have a good discussion. So without further ado, our first presenter is a long-term outstanding member of the IIPT Board of Directors. He will give us an overview of our partnership with the Osrock Community Refugee Center, a wonderful project supporting Syrian refugees in Jordan. Mr. Donald King, Brother Don.
7: Thank you, Tim. Uh, let me give background. The war in Syria is generally considered uh, the greatest humanitarian disaster since World War II, several million Syrians have fled their country seeking safety. Uh, perhaps 1 million of those have uh, come to Jordan, a country which has had to bear an inordinate level of responsibility uh, for, this, for this tragedy. Uh, the greatest majority of these Syrian refugees in Jordan are not in United Nation refugee camps uh, and are not, uh, do not have access to medical care or educational uh, uh, coverage or other similar services. One, one group of Syrians have come to a village in the Eastern part of Jordan, Azrak, and which is interestingly enough, the site of the Azraq Wetlands Preserve Reserve, reserve a, a significant ecotourism destination, which is governed by Jordan's Royal Society for conservation of nature which is making an effort to uh, replenish the water supply of this uh, uh, geographic anomaly if you can imagine a marshland in the middle of the desert in that village in Azraq, there is a community center that's uh, organized by the citizens of that village and they're providing some educational and medical services to syrian refugees however Uh, their resources are meager so here's the proposal i have in cooperation with the jordan uh jordanian ministry of tourism and with the royal society for conservation of nature in jordan and any other appropriate agencies the international institute for peace or tourism would conduct an event in Azraq establishing an iipt peace park there adjacent to the azraq wetland reserve and also designating the azraq community center as a, uh, an official iipt project from this i see these would we would have these goals for this initiative first of all we would bring the attention of the international travel industry to the tra- tourism opportunities in Jordan. Two, we would raise international attention to Jordan's role in its provision for refugees. Three, we would highlight Jordan's ecotourism opportunities, particularly the uh, Azraq Wetlands Reserve, by publicizing the efforts of the Royal Society for Conservation of Nature in Jordan. We would encourage international tour operators to develop tours that include ecotourism sites in Jordan, along with opportunities for volunteerism, that is assisting refugees and other needy groups in Jordan. And then finally, we would help provide the resources to maintain the continued operation of the community center in ASRAC. And uh, that's that's what I'm proposing. And of course, we're going to lean heavily on the counsel of Dr. Rafai to uh, advise us how to take this initiative further. So thank you for your attention. I invite you to come and see this fascinating place and meet some fascinating but desperate people. Thank you. Thank you so much,
1: Brother Don. Thank you, Dr. King. Our next presenter is a phenomenal gentleman who has been such a blessing to the Institute with his innovations programmatically and organizationally and just his wonderful spirit. He is our IPT executive vice president and president of the chapter in India, which he established and is doing truly phenomenal work. He is Mr. Ajay Prakash. So brother Ajay, the floor is yours. Thank you so much, nice. brother Tim. Um,
8: it's as as Dr. Talib Rifai just said in his opening remarks, the need is to start rebuilding from the bottom up. And this is the project that uh, we've uh, taken on uh, recently. I have a small farm plot, which is about two hours out of Mumbai. And it's, it's, it's a 270 acre uh, holding where various people have bought uh, an acre or two or three. Unfortunately, out of those 270 acres, only about 35 acres have been developed because those are the people, the, those 35 people who built their houses. And Kira and our vice president and I both of us have property there. So we were talking about what we could do. Now, there's, there, there's a perennial river that runs uh, past the land. And there's a lot of villagers around. And, you know, the COVID has. Uh, has uh, led to a large amount of unemployment and uh, frustration. So what we decided is that we would talk to these owners of these balanced 235 odd acres and say, look, your land is lying fallow. It's, it's technically it's an agroforestry society that's been formed and they're all a part of it. So with the land lying the, the way it is and the villagers not having work, what we decided is Let's see how we can, we can harness everybody together and get something going. So at this point of time, we've got about 15 acres where we've got people who have agreed that they will hand the land over to us. We will use the people from the local villages and we've started growing organic vegetables as a start. At the same time, since Kiran uh, is a uh, professor at an Institute of Management in Mumbai, What we're also looking at is to do a rural sensitization program for the MBA students of his uh, university. So we've got a skills development program ongoing with the district administration. And we're gonna get the students from Mumbai over to come and map these villages and see what what are the traditional, uh, uh, the livelihoods that people have been following, where the lacuna lie, where people can come in and then we tap people who are willing to give aid so the idea is to get the rural urban connect and and especially with the younger people because uh, that's 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 where it's uh, going to go in the future you need you need younger people to come in and uh, you know take on at the same time we've also had a discussion with the uh, with the district administration and uh, mooted the idea of an iipt peace park and we found like an enormous uh, amount of enthusiasm over there so the next uh, couple of weeks uh, when uh, i'm there we're going to go and see the site which they want to develop as a park it's just open land with a few trees and uh, you know a few other things around but if we get the opportunity then this this can probably be the first uh, iipt peace park in that district and probably uh, the first one in India to be dedicated to IAPD, which is one of uh, Lou's, you know, uh, very, very dear dear to him. So this is what we're doing right now. In time, when we we haven't achieved critical mass in terms of, uh, you know, uh, having access to all the land. But once we have about 40 odd acres, then we can look at buying equipment, you know, farming equipment. So this, this, is, this is a recently started project, but uh, I'm pretty excited about it. And I hope we shall uh, be able to uh, make something tangible out of this, including that uh, peace park.
1: So uh, that's what we're working on right now. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Brother Ajay. That, that sounds very exciting. And thank you for your leadership Um, Brother Ajay came to us with the idea to establish a chapter in in India, and he has done phenomenal. He and and the whole team there have done a phenomenal job. So we're so grateful um, for all that you do. Um, Our next presenter needs no introduction. She's been a member of the IBT family forever (laughs) and is president of the IBT Caribbean. Uh, She is the leading voice for community tourism globally and has led the way in establishing important models that have been replicated. She is, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Ms. Diana McIntyre-Pike. Diana. (laughs) Where are you, Diana? Diana, you
8: need to unmute yourself.
2: She she was there. She was yeah. there before.
9: Sorry about that. She's there.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> there she is.
9: Okay. I just wanted to say I'm a very proud member of the IPT uh, that started way back when, when <laughs> I did my first introduction in Montreal um, at the conference and introduced community tourism. I was invited to do that, and. Uh, from then, everything started, and then we became the first chapter of the IPT in the Caribbean yes. area, okay. so I'm proud of that too, um, so we're part of the heritage. And we have done a lot of work to uh, uh, develop our communities and transform our communities through our country style community tourism network, and we came up with a program called Villages as Businesses. And it has taken off like wildfire. I mean, it's like all the communities are excited because they now understand what community tourism is, which is community development. Uh, Community development is where you're helping people to become entrepreneurs in their own environment and not having to leave their community, but also to learn to value their community. And we're very proud of the fact that we got the partnership of the, University of West Indies Open Campus, who have now given us certification for our entrepreneurship training. And I'm, I'm very happy about this because it has taken us to great heights and they are planning with us now a community tourism study tours with virtual tours to communities. And we got a grant from the U- U.S. Embassy to implement in April uh, the entrepreneurship training, which will take place with, four communities to start with, and we have included security and the protocol for COVID. What they're trying to achieve is to make sure that people who may come to Jamaica will be able to visit the communities. So we're looking at the COVID period as a period of preparation. We're preparing the communities. We're teaching them health and wellness. We're teaching them how to uh, be citizens and to focus on their training and transforming their uh, farming into organic farming. So we're working on that with the Manchester Peace Coalition, which was formed as a result of Lou coming to uh, our conference in, in Mandeville, IPT conference, and they were excited to meet Lou and they were excited about IPT. And the mayor went and signed up to be the first town, IPT town in the Caribbean and we had the first peace park in the Caribbean. And now we have 18 peace uh, villages, not just Jamaica, but throughout the Caribbean. So we are moving forward with this organic farming and entrepreneurship, bearing in mind that the peace initiative is an important one and people are now beginning to understand what the peace is. And we're going to be uh, announcing soon Uh, we'll just send you a press release on it, that we have the diaspora on board with us. They are wanting to become more active with everything. They love the IPT, they love everything that we're doing. So they have now branded it community economic tourism because they wanted to make the people know that it's all about developing the economy of the communities. And we are going to be having uh, a number of initiatives that will come from that. But one of them, and this is, My final um, is that we have the Community Tourism Trust Fund that we are setting up and that trust fund, we want to have the diaspora lead uh, capital investment and the interest from that will help communities with their projects wherever they are um and also grant funding and you know uh, low interest loans it is something that would give us the independence that we need and not dependency on having to get uh, grants and things from other people and the diaspora has all the money in the world to take care of our needs in the caribbean we just have to provide the forum for them and that's what we're doing and we're very happy to see Maldives here um welcome mohammed um, we, we They are now a partner of us as well. And we introduced them to Lou and I'm glad that Lou moved forward with them. Very good. So we have, we'll have them actively involved with all that I've just said, because we're now taking everything we have outside of the Caribbean. And thank you all for your um, love and caring and happy Valentine's Day on Sunday. All love right,
1: you. <laughs> thank, thank you. you, Sister Diana. Thank that you. was wonderful,
9: yeah.
1: um, action-packed agenda. So we're looking forward to seeing great things. Great things. More great things. Um, Our next presenter is simply put, a truly remarkable lady. Ms. Gail Parsonage is president of our awesome chapter in Australia. She's been a part of every major development since joining the Institute. And she has been faithful in her attendance at conferences and summits throughout the world and the work that she's doing in Australia is second to none. So please welcome her as she discusses the olive tree trekking route in Turkey. Ms. Gail Parsonage.
10: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Um, okay, time for so let's get to it. The olive oil, or the olive tree trekking route is a truly visionary concept. It is being driven by a lady called Seville Konochi and uh, she lives half the year in Australia and half the year in Turkey. So we've been collaborating and trying to get this massive project off the ground. Now I'm very, very pleased to report to you that the first stage is um well and truly um happening and it will start with a location which is already in place and it's called the olive oil museum it is in a place called ula u-r-l-a which is in izmir i-z-m-i-r in turkey it is already an ongoing tourist A tourist establishment with the museum, Olive Oil Museum, and also an educational centre. And the founder of that is a gentleman called Dr Levent Kostem, K-O-S-T-E-M. And he has agreed to have a peace park located in and around and at his location of the museum. Mm. So that now becomes a, a strategic launch pad. And it, the concept, of course, is to have this um, trekking route around Turkey but spreading throughout the Mediterranean. And at each strategic location would be a peace park. So that is absolutely on track. And it's a matter of um, uh, targeting a date and. Um, for them to organise the funding to get the appropriate parking so um, that all, all, all systems go. I haven't got a launch date because they were hoping that we could all go there and uh, be involved but of course um, circumstances with international travel is, is uh, problematic um, unless somebody locally that we all know could um, could go there but that's definitely on track. And it is also spreading to the Polytechnic uh, University within Izmir. they are now aware of it and they are driving uh, the, local, the government officials um, to, um, to get involved and stakeholder into the major project. But um, a peace park located at the Olive Oil Museum in Ula, in Isma, Turkey is uh, on track and happening. So I'm very, very pleased to advise you on that. Uh, two other very quick things. The other um, uh, project that we had with the University of Technology for the Student Peace Award, that's definitely happening. Um, presentation will take place on the 1st of April and I will negotiate with them uh, to also have some of uh, of of you people if you're available to also speak at the, um, uh, at the presentation because we can now do that with the uh, technology. They will be doing the paper and the paper this time uh, or the essay this time will, um, will be on the credo. So they have been given mm. credo of IEPT. And the discussion paper by them will be, how does that credo relate to destinations? So it will be specifically linked this time to IOPT. And um, the award will is targeted to take place on the 20th of May with the same arrangements that we've had um, with Fabio and IOPT as an award uh, recognition. So that's number two. And the third one very quickly is just following on from Don King. Uh, We were very um, pleased to support um, Don and his work when we took a delegation from Australia to ASRAC. And I have been to the wetlands and very, very impressed. And it's such a pity that it doesn't get more recognition and more tourists, but um, logistics involved. And I would support that IIPT at that location because I have been to Jordan many, many, many times. And I've been to to, um, the location where the first Amman conference. And I asked all the tour guides, could you show me where the peace park is? They don't have a clue what I'm talking about. So even though our peace park, first peace park was launched in Amman, the sands have engulfed it a bit um so we look a bit with we all know we can have more than one peace park in any country so i would be um totally endorsing and i could visualize it because that in itself has a great tourism destination in its own right and of course the environmental impact of it so we're on track thank you
1: thank you so much gail very very exciting initiatives and um The board has been having some very serious discussions about our global peace parks and Lou is going to be talking more about that today. So thank you so much for for your comments. We appreciate that. Um, Our next presenter has been another wonderful gift to the Institute. Mr. Fabio carbon is an IPT Ambassador at large and President of IPT Iran. His contributions have been awesome. Uh, he will present on two projects, the Festival, the festival of Peace in, in, in Iran, and the second is the IPT History Project, which is one example of the kinds of new initiatives he brings, and which includes three new interns he has brought on board from Rome University to conduct this special project for the Institute. So Fabio, please tell us all about these exciting projects.
4: Hello, everyone. Uh, it's always great to be to, to, to see you and be together. Hello, team. Hello, Taleb, Lou, Ajay, and uh, everyone, Diana. Hello, um, Fabio. Hello there, Taleb. Hello. So, um, yes, so um, I'm going to. Okay. So. Here we go. Can you, is it visible for everyone? Yes, yes sir. Yes. yes. Okay. Very good. Uh, uh, well, um, as ambassador at large of the of the IPT, I had the honor of um, represent the the, the institution um, in quite many places from uh, Ecuador to Jordan, Middle East, um, different countries in the Middle East, and uh, almost all Europe. Uh, through conference, seminars, workshops, uh, where I was uh, invited, and for the for the future, we uh, I will continue to uh, with this work. I want to focus more on the other role, I'm, uh, that is the um, my, my role as an IPT uh, special envoy to 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 Iran. Um, briefly, in two thousand eighteen. Uh, in April 2018, um, after one year of work there as a special envoy, we um, create this uh, um, the, the chapter, the Iran chapter. Uh, as you can see, it was, was a, quite a big success. Uh, a lot of work done from the east to west, north to south, uh, school involved, uh, museums, peace museums, uh, war museums, uh, there is um, a few days ago we were having um, one of the initiatives an uh, in online uh, a webinar uh, together with the, with the, with the Museum uh, of the Holy Defense in Tehran um, the collaboration with National Geographic Farsi so far and as you can see yeah uh, different uh, different uh, activities here you have. One of the uh, founder member, um, and uh, one of the biggest events we had was dedicated to uh, to the, the role of women in uh, in peace, in the perspective of, uh, of uh, peace to tourism, and the recognition uh, as uh, initiatives of the tourism for uh, SDG, which is uh, which was quite uh, important, in particular. In the, um, in the specific goal, uh, among the 17 goals of the SDG, the specific goal, 16, uh, peace, uh, just and strong institutions. So we are acknowledged uh, officially by the uh, UN WTO. Now, uh, for the future, uh, for the future, um, the idea is the creation of this, uh, this festival with the support both um, uh, private, uh, public bodies, and other, uh, other associations uh, in uh, in Tehran. So we are also doing this kind of work, of putting everyone together. Um, the idea is. Since 21, 21st September is the International Day of Peace and the 27th of September is the, um, tourism, the, the, the International Day of Tourism, uh, this lucky coincidence uh, make me uh, think about this possibility, to make a bridge, symbolic bridge between uh, peace and tourism. And the bridge is going to be symbolized, actually, here in, on the Tabiat Bridge, Tabiat Bridge in Tehran, where, where we are, uh, we are uh, uh, imagining and planning this, uh, this festival, okay, along the, the week, no, between one day uh, and another. Uh, and this is a, a very beautiful place uh, in Tehran, which even the history of this place Uh, has to do with kind of peace. It was designated to to the military in the beginning, but then finally uh, in the end was dedicated to the nature. So the the, the encounter of people. So it's quite, it's very symbolic. And the architect is a woman. So there are a lot of reasons why we want to uh, celebrate this uh, and create this festival, this first edition of the festival as you can see uh, is always like this all the week uh, like this uh, all the days of the year uh, so we are quite excited about this and we really uh, are going ahead with this uh, with this project for 2021 uh, and then uh, now back to europe uh, yes uh, thanks to um, a partnership between the IPT and the university Roma Tre in Rome Uh, with the professor that is there with me in the picture, Barbara Antonucci. Uh, We are working in this uh, exciting and uh, honourable endeavour that is writing the the story and the history of the the IPT. For this uh, team, uh, I would like to... There are three students that are doing this work as interns of the IPT. It, uh, it's being grateful to to be the coordinator uh, because they really they have a lot of will, knowing more and about the, the history of the IPT, and they really can represent the future also of uh, of, uh, of our project and uh, and our message. And in fact, I would like to leave the floor to them after me uh in order to introduce briefly um, themselves and the work that uh, that they're doing so thank you very much uh thank you very much please please do fabio go ahead
10: hi i'm i'm laura hi, hi. name
1: is linda
10: hi, hi um, my name is anna and we are students of the post-graduation specialization in roma Tre university And we are so happy to take part in this meeting and to do this internship with the IPT to collaborate and create a new project with you. And this is an important project for us. And we will create a document, a report about the last 35 years of the achievement of this important organization. Laura I leave the, the the word to my to my friends Laura and Linda. Yes. Thank you so um, much. Um we we are working on a, a project
11: that will be a a, a report about the uh, achievements of this uh, organization in the last 35 years and our aim is to to promote the message of tur- tourism and peace and spread um good practices among the industry. And I leave the the word to my colleague, Linda. (laughs) Thanks.
12: Uh, We just wanted to to add that we are glad to be here today. We're happy to meet you. And we believe this is a great opportunity for us, because, you know, one thing is to do research, study, and another is to directly hear from you uh, all the that this organization is taking. Um, so we can definitely learn more about it and hopefully we will do a better job with the report. So again, thank you so much for having us today. Well,
1: thank you all. And <laughs> we are so excited to have all of you involved with us. As Brother Lou said earlier, you all are the future of the Peace Through Tourism movement. And we can tell from your bright faces And your energy—that you will be wonderful, wonderful uh, additions to the IPT family—and we thank our brother Fabio for his role and in in this and bringing all of you to us. So we're we're very very happy to to, to have you.
13: Thanks. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: you very much. Thank you so much.
9: Yes. Yes. Now,
1: yes, yes. Let's welcome them. (laughs) Um, Now. Reza Soltani, who is director of IBT marketing um, um, has been doing um, a peace tours to Chernobyl, Hiroshima, and North Korea. And let me just say before I ask Fabio to, um, to say a few words on Reza's behalf, that Reza has really been a blessing to the Institute. He came to us with some ideas about transforming our website and it is... He's been doing just a wonderful job and we're grateful for all that that he does. He's in a, another time zone and he's not able to join us, I don't believe. I don't see his name on the list that uh, uh, Mr. Steinmetz sent to us. So Fabio, would you please go ahead?
4: Absolutely, yes. Uh, Teresa and Lou asked me to to, 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 to replace. Uh, to replace him, just uh, talk uh, on his behalf, Reza. As you were saying, Tim, is uh, it's really uh, um, one of the more operational, uh, in, in general terms, uh, in the, for for the for the for the IPT, uh, in particular with regards to the the um, all the digital aspect of our presence online. Uh, I work with him. I'm in contact with him. Um, basically uh, every day, Um, also because as as Iranian, uh, we work together many times in Iran. Uh, So I confirm everything you say, it's really uh, a blast. About the the project he's developing in in Hiroshima, organizing peace tours to Hiroshima, uh, South and North Korea, and uh, uh, to Chernobyl. Uh, Reza asked me to mention in particular one, uh, one thing. In, in relation to the, to the um, peace tour to Chernobyl, he wants you all to know that uh, uh, everyone, all the participants, will receive the credo of the IPT, because this is going to be also a way to um, raise the, the awareness of the, the participant about the specific objective and the specific philosophy of the IPT. So uh, he's quite excited about the, the, the this future uh, travels that he's organizing and he say hello to everyone. Thank
1: you so much, Fabio. Thank you, thank you. And thank Reza for us. Uh, so yes, we can speak with him. Thank you. Thank you. I'm pleased to. Yes, our next presenter, um, has come on um, on board into the IPT family and has just been a ray of sunshine with the outstanding work that she's doing in South Africa. She is the president of our IPT South Africa chapter, Miss Ramawela, and she is going to talk to us about creating a platform to engage stakeholders and the dedication of an IIPT, Peace Parks. And we want to, I have to acknowledge our brother Ajay who brought this jewel of a wonderful young leader to us. So Ms. Ramawela, the floor is yours.
14: Well, good evening, it's good morning, good afternoon to everybody with all the love from South Africa to all of you. Great. Uh, We can set <laughs> with some love, uh, because of the state of, of the tourism um, economy, tourism industry, the world over. So we are very glad and we're very happy to be part of the wonderful world of IAPT, um, championing the Southern African uh, chapter. And I'm very pleased to have my, uh, my you know, co-members of the chapter here in South Africa. Yeah, you've met them earlier on. So what we 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 shared with you in our December meeting mm-hmm. and you know our plans um, for the chapter down here in, in, in Southern Africa. What we have been able to do over the holidays is to reach out to our colleagues in the Southern African region because um, we, we then agreed with the advice from AJ uh, how we're going to that we we will not stand on our own in South Africa. We will then stand together with the rest of our colleagues in the Southern African um, community. And so, our work uh, in this year is really going to be focusing on institutionalizing uh, the chapter. And what that means is that we're going to reach out to the Southern African communities. We have already started uh, in Zambia, in, in Botswana, and in Namibia. And obviously, with Zimbabwe, who's been a very long standing member uh, participating in IPT work and we'll certainly reach out to all the rest of the Southern African countries one by one, but we wanted to just reach out uh, with the immediate, and those who have already been ahead. They have a long-standing relationship with IPT International. And, uh, and the work that we started already is about in South Africa. With COVID, we, it's been a bit of a difficulty as to how do we go about launching, making ourselves public. So what we decided to do is to do the work first we rather put the work first before we go public and make an announcement to everybody about our existence. So we're making a very measured announcement amongst the colleagues so that we by the time we, we, we make it our way to everybody, at least we have the, the capacity. Because all of us who are involved in the chapter are involved in separate ways and running businesses uh, of our own. So this is the focus that we're going to have we're having on it. And then of course to do the launch, we are targeting to do the launch of our chapter, just to make it public and visible out there at the World Travel Market Africa, which normally takes place in Cape Town in April. With COVID-19, it is not very clear whether this event is going to take place, but what will possibly take place is a hybrid event, which is where everybody's going these days, that they have a, a certain amount of people on-site in Cape Town, and then a lot of us all joining out uh, virtually. And this is how we are going to be uh, launching our chapter. But before that, our work is to make sure that we will have grown and established ourselves within South Africa, and also within some of the immediate neighbors that we have. And, and then the next, uh, we, we have had in the, in the, over the holidays, we have had students. Uh, it's, it's amazing how uh, you think you're studying something new, and you don't have much of an audience out there that knows about the existence of this chapter. We have had students approaching us wanting to get involved with the chapter. We, we put them on hold uh, just to make sure we have our, our structures in place. They're setting a lot of work in, in South Africa. So we, ha- we try to be very focused. Uh, you will know that the Peace Parks uh, Foundation is very, very strong in, in, in Southern Africa with a lot of peace parks uh, that are in place. So with WWF very much in the forefront and with the South African National Parks and other provincial parks, that are very active within South Africa and within the, the region. So we, we certainly want, uh, we, we are taking it very easy. We're taking very cautious. We don't want to over promise. We want to take very measured steps when we establish ourselves because once we get off and we get started, we want to make sure that we've the capacity to take the work forward. We're certainly inspired by hearing all the work from um, the likes of Diane and the Caribbean, they've reached out to us uh, to, to really certainly can offer us a leaning hand to end the work that lies ahead of us. And of course, to reach out to your colleagues in Maldives uh, we, we are going to work together, but we're going to rely a lot uh, with yourself, with your experience, and we, we take pleasure in participating in these platforms because then we take a lot of lessons from you. But we are grateful for the, the support that IJ and the team in India has been giving us. And we can certainly promise you that when you do hear um, work coming out of our region, it will be standing where that embraces the region, and we'll certainly be leaning on you to assist us. But if uh, my colleagues are here, there's four of us uh, on this platform tonight, uh, if they can just introduce themselves. Really, just hear from them. Who, what do they do in their lives, and what brought them into IPT? I really appreciate that chair, um, so that you know it's not me and, and as the face of the chapter and so But you also hear from the three colleagues that are online. So let me call on uh, to Linda, and and then after Linda, I'll call on um, Banny, whom you know very well, and then we call on uh, Septi, uh, who who is an extensive network of of small business operators that are within his collective. So let's go with Linda, with your permission. Thank you very much. Very
15: brief, please. Uh, good evening, uh, colleagues. Uh, thank you very much for this opportunity. Uh, as, uh, my name is Linda Muipe. I own a company in the my space. I've been in the tourism industry for a very long time. I accepted an invitation to be part of this, uh, of IIPT, which I gladly accepted because um, I share the values and uh, I, I would like to believe that i would add value to the goals of, uh, to the bigger goals of the organization. Thank you.
16: Thank you. Good evening, everyone,
11: My name. Uh, good evening, everyone. I'm Bani Bula. I'm involved in a community heritage political tourism organization that is called the Freedom Route, which follows the footprints of Gandhi and Mandela, and I come from a city called Peter maritzburg which I claim to believe is the centre of the world of democracy because no city can claim to have Gandhi being thrown off the station in the same uh, vicinity where Mandela was captured. So we, ha- our community tourism project, has already a peace park that was uh, accredited by. IIPT uh, conference when they were in Johannesburg, and we invite you all to come through and walk the footprints of Gandhi and Mandela and learn the legendary
14: lessons that we all need to take direction from. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bani Let's hear from Septi before we, we close off. We don't want to take too much time.
2: Oh, good afternoon. Thank you, Chief. I wasn't expecting to speak. My name is Septi Pugula from Johannesburg. I'm the head of a network of tourism SMEs called CZA, Tourism
17: SME Network, uh, which stands for C South Africa Tourism SME Network. Um, I am delighted to be part of IIPT Southern Africa under the leadership uh, of our president, Mataji Ramawelu. Thank you so much.
14: Thank you so much, uh, team, for allowing us to speak. And of course, one of our biggest projects uh, in the immediate future is really to reconnect and have a regional tourism marketing and uh, tourism development and peace parks at the center uh, with all our Southern African neighbors. But ours in this year in 2021 is about the growth, is about institutionalization, so that when we stand up, we stand up to deliver. We don't want to suddenly stand up and, and be counted and only to disappear from the IPT. So we're glad to be in this family that you welcome us so warmly. We will certainly rely on all of you to carry us on your back as we get our feet on the ground to get this chapter going in our part of the, uh, of the world. Thank you very much. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Sister Rama Oramahwele. And thank you for introducing us to the other members of the family who are working with you on the ground to make all of this happen. It was wonderful to see their faces and to hear their voices and to just see who's with you Thank you, we're very proud of you and very grateful for all that you are doing and the leadership that you are providing. You, you are a blessing to the IAPT family and we're here for you. We want you to know that, okay? All right, fantastic. All right, the next gentleman, Mr. Ragar Ramasami, is president of the IAPT Indian o- o- Ocean chapter He has been with us for a long time, doing incredible work in the Indian Ocean. And today, he's going to talk to us about preventing child exploitation and preserving biodiversity in the Indian Ocean region. Brother Maga, please.
8: Maga unmute yourself, Maga unmute yourself. Oh, sorry, can you hear me now?
1: Yes, oh. there yeah. you are.
18: Oh yes, A very good morning and uh, good evening to, uh, to many of you, yes, uh, in fact, um, as you rightly mentioned team that uh, we've been with the IPT for quite some years Uh, since 1995, if we can say so. And the um, Indian Ocean Islands um, has been formed uh, mainly after the World Airlines Club Association has joined the IPT as a coalition partner, where I was the then Secretary General at the time of this organization. And um, one of the main um, aspects of the Indian Ocean was to to align the effort of moving ahead with the various uh, Responsible and sustainable tourism and travel partners in the region. When we talk about the region, we are talking about Mauritius, Seychelles, Madagascar, Reunion Islands, Como, I mean, most mostly about the the uh, the vanilla islands, particularly. And then also that um, we will represent quite an exclusive economic zone in the region, and the region is being qualified as a as a region of peace. It's uh, probably. This is something that we want to preserve, and our association, I mean the IPT, is well positioned to to do our our part. And one of the most important things that we are trying to do is the is to is to create this uh, uh, this awareness of responsible and ethical uh, uh, aspect of tourism, whilst achieving the uh, the SDGs, uh, which uh, the 17 SDGs in 2030 and also uh, developed this concept of uh, of responsible and peaceful traveller. So which means that uh, whoever we're receiving in our region, we want to receive responsible and peaceful traveller in our region. So as regards the uh, the, the child protection from all sorts of exploitation, yes in fact uh, since I've been involved in the airlines for quite some years, for decades I would say, and this has been one of my main topics, which I've been, uh, which I've been emphasize- and emphasizing. And uh, uh, through our associations of airline ambassadors and the WACA, together with IPT, we are uh, developing. I mean, we are um, promoting uh, this combat to combat this uh, this human trafficking in the region. So we don't say that there is any human trafficking, but if there is any we want to create this awareness so that we don't have uh, uh, that, uh, that sort of trafficking in the region. So obviously, um, this uh, goes in, the, in line when we talk about uh, the protection of the children in the travel and tourism uh, uh, network. So these are the things that we are doing and not later than uh, this week, we have contacted all the, the hotels, mostly based in Mauritius, and obviously we're going to be expanded uh, extended to the different uh, island states. Uh, regarding for the training of the personnel, since the tourists, uh, uh, since we don't have any time in the, at the hotels nowadays, so I think it's the right time for us to concentrate on some training of the personnel of how to track any uh, human trafficking or child prostitution. And on the other hand, as I said in my in, in the introduction, so we also look after the, the environmental uh, aspect and uh, where one of the project which we have carried uh, together with the University of Kassel from Germany. Uh, they came to Mauritius and also in the, in the, in the Islands to see how we can, um, we we'll carry on a survey with the uh, incoming passengers to see what are the uh, the, um, the advantages of uh, of trying to see of using less, less I mean, uh, of, of reducing the food wastage on board. So these are the, one of the aspects of the SDGs. Uh, so we're trying to to see how we can contribute to that aspect, and also a uh, less plastic usage, and mostly with a single-use uh, plastic, try to see how we can uh, reduce that, because you will, you will realize that when we have all these plastics, very often all these plastics end uh, in the ocean, and we, want to, we don't want our ocean to be polluted. And you will realize that nowadays, according to the survey that we carried, it's approximately each passenger per flight will, uh, uh, they, they consume, I mean, there is a waste per passenger, about 1.4 kilogram of waste per passenger. So you can uh, imagine if you have 300 passengers per, per flight per day, I mean, how, what, what, how many, how many tons of waste we have uh, per flights. So these are the things that we're trying to bring this awareness as well. And also um, not later than last week, we, we celebrated the, uh, the World Wetland Day, and uh, where we have some uh, some wetland in Mauritius, uh, for instance, which we call the Ramza International Site. And there as well, the IPT Indian Oceans is giving a big helping hand to, uh, to create and to, to, uh, to create this awareness and uh, how the importance of wetland for the preservation of our biodiversity. And one of the projects that we're trying to, uh, uh, to implement together with the Ministry of Education, is to have eco-clubs eco in schools, so that at least we can disseminate this, uh, uh, this concept of uh, protection of the biodiversity, and mainly the importance of mangroves. So these are a little bit uh, some of the, the main um, projects or the main uh, activities that the IPT, Indian Ocean Islands, is, uh, is doing presently. Thank you.
1: Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, Brother Maga. Um, the next gentleman um, has been, almost can't remember a time that the next gentleman hasn't been with us as a member of the family, Mr. Andreas Lorenzakis, um, a member of the IPT family. Um, there are certain people I think of over the history of IPT who've been quiet glue and those times when we just needed someone to pitch in to really help us to keep things going. Andreas has been that person uh, time and time again. He's just a beautiful brother and a wonderful friend to Lou and to all of us. So Andreas, uh, please um, share with us your IPT Peace Travelers platform.
19: Tim, thank you very much. And uh, I'm so pleased to see everybody uh, in this platform and forum. I'm very excited. I've always been passionate about IPT and uh, listening to Gail. Memories go back to when we established the Australian chapter with Daphne Loy Clay. And then the work we did with Lou in uh, Turkey, between Greek tourism and Turkish tourism. and. My passion from the time that we were in Australia was how we can reach the traveler. How can we educate the traveler uh, about peace through tourism? Because I was myself a traveler and very much inspired by IAPT. So I continue to have this vision. And uh, I'd like to share my screen now to give you an update uh, of how uh, the project uh, is going. Uh, It's a new project I uh, started. uh, I presented uh, last time we were together. And uh, the idea of uh, how to, it's a big vision. Uh, It's not an easy one. And uh, I need and we will need all the support we can get from the members with ideas and uh, coming forward to support it. But as you know, uh, travelers use, online platforms to make the the travel arrangements. And I believe that uh, peace tourism uh, deserves its own platform. And this is the idea behind it. Uh, When it comes to education, I was pleased during the forum before uh, last time to also come across uh, another Peaceful Traveler uh, initiative. We have the Peaceful Traveler, it's a book that I read and I was excited about, and I'm excited about, it's got to do with education and uh, with the work that our friends and young students in Italy are doing. It's a very good uh, reference book for them to refer to in their research to promote the work of IAPT. The online booking platform uh, idea is to present uh, good practices uh, by connecting the travelers with uh, travel providers. And for that, the challenge is to be able to have a booking platform, the technology, and possibly Fabius' friend uh, who has helped with the website might be lending us a helping hand here to see how we can uh, have this kind of platform in order to host the services and the initiatives uh, that promote uh, peace through tourism. So in summary, because I'm very aware of time, uh, I made the list of the expertise that uh, this project will need. Uh, I'll leave it here for a few minutes in case somebody wants to make a note. Uh, It's a long list, uh, but IPT was established over 35 years uh, and continues to exist. So I'm no in no hurry myself. Uh, it, this project could take its own organic development, and I would be very happy to take a leadership role in making it happen. Another aspect, except for the technology side of things, is also a funding uh, prospect, because this kind of uh, visions and this kind of projects uh, don't happen, uh, you know, with, uh, without the support financial support so again that's something that needs to be considered uh, and again the technology so uh, i'm going to finish my presentation as required by giving uh, my details and uh, a request to all the group uh, i'm part of Kiturs vacations which is a company that i work for but this is my work my IAPT involvement is a personal involvement. It has happened that uh, my business email has uh, been distributed through IAPT. So I would ask kindly everybody if you, if you use my personal email uh, because of our company policy that uh, I can only do business for kitours uh, in this aspect. So uh, thank you very much uh, for giving me the opportunity to revisit this concept. And uh, I'm inviting everybody to contact me and uh, discuss further the options. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Andres. Um, That's really an exciting uh, initiative. And um, we look forward to having ongoing discussions with you going forward as as this is being built out. So thank you for for sharing that with us, Andres. I um, just wanted to make sure that Miss Nikki Rose is with us I wasn't able to access the list during uh, Andrea's uh, presentation. Hi, Timothy. Yes, I'm here. Wonderful. So we want to welcome you. Miss Rose is is a very valuable and wonderful member of the IPT family and she's going to be talking to us about peace with food. Mm -hmm. Sister Nikki. Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. Great to be here.
20: So knowing exactly where our food comes from opens up bigger questions, whether we're shopping down the street or around the world. Crete, in particular, is blessed with amazing history, natural beauty, and cuisine. But there's so much to enjoy, and there's also a lot to protect. There's no question now. I would hope everyone knows that industrial agriculture is toxic to all species. It destroys our land, our clean water, air, and resilient societies. During our decades of work here in Crete, teaching many thousands of students about our culture and nature and cuisine, and our upcoming documentary, we address these problems and also share solutions. It is crucial to hear local stories and solutions and share this knowledge around the world. These are global issues told from local communities. So our documentary is phase one of a bigger project to collaborate with heritage protectors around the world and related organizations. We already have many uh, collaboration uh, alliances in place. So this relates to peace through tourism because if people are struggling due to lack of access to land to grow safe food, lack of access to safe food in general, contaminated land and water, deforestation, biodiversity loss and climate crises, there is nothing left for residents or travelers. So we have to bear this in mind, all forms of sustainable tourism must be linked To sustainable organic farming. This is the way forward. We cannot have one without the other. So we need to inspire young organic farmers. We need to make sure they make a good living providing us with the food that we need to survive and thrive every day. To make peace with food, we must make peace with nature. Future generations depend on the decisions we make today. So, our documentary will be used as a teaching tool around the world. I'm speaking at many organic farming conferences coming up and also at universities. We're developing a syllabus for using our documentary and then also other uh, information from around the world, from doctors, biologists, archaeologists, to pull this it, this bigger picture together and say, okay, this is more than just food. This is a Uh, a means to uh, protect our communities for generations to come. So more to come, more information to come soon. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much, so much, Nikki. Um, Before I call on our next presenter, I just want to acknowledge um, an old dear friend of Lou's and mine's, Mr. Linwood Sloan, um, who has joined us and um, the three of us have known each other for decades, um, and Linwood has done an amazing job of uh, facilitating, uh, creating, building, developing an IPT Peace Promenade in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and has an incredible historical African-American historical uh, sculpture garden on the grounds of the Pennsylvania State Capitol, I'm gonna call on him a little bit later when we open up for for comments, but he's a very dear friend and I couldn't have him to come on here and us not recognize Mr. Linwood Sloan. All right. So we want to now um, call on uh, Ms. Silverado Socrates who's president of our chapter in British Columbia. Lou gave you um, so many wonderful um, details about her great accomplishments. So I will just yield the floor to Miss Socrates.
21: Well, thank you very much, can you hear me? Yes. I, uh, this is a complete surprise. So perhaps I missed the memo, but uh, I've been greatly honored to have found out about this organization. I believe it was 2010, the fall of 2010. A student from UBCO told me about it it came up in conversation he was interviewing me about the future of agritourism as we spoke I, he he saw the passion i had for an area that that was near me and he said you should know about this organization i immediately looked it up when we were done and found out they were doing a world conference in africa in zambia later on in the spring so it was uh, through my conversation with Mr. Lamar that uh, I learned it was founded in Canada, in BC, and yet we didn't have a chapter. So it became a vision of mine to have to go to this conference. And I want to, <laughs> I want to speak about the magic of the Okanagan. I got this idea. Magic is a horse of mine. He, he used to smile for people. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, <laughs> I've got him on this. I don't know if you can see that smiling horse, but that's not Photoshopped Israel. And I had this idea of Discover Magic of the Okanagan Valley of Supernatural BC. And that came into a song, Discover Magic, which uh, got recorded before I went to Africa. And then some people from a community, what would you call that? There was a local delegate there in Zambia, and she invited me to her community. and just so happened I planned an extra week because there's no way I'm going to Africa without spending some extra time to check it out. And then organically enough, there was uh, a a school group that lived... Well, there was a school next to where I was staying. I was staying at the King's Guest Guest House, which was operated by a member of Rotary. He has since passed on. Last year he passed on, bless him. But... um, there's a teacher I met that operated tourism and guided tours in the park nearby. They had pictographs there. So he, he gave me a tour, I got to know the kids, I heard them singing to a local delegate, and I was like, oh my gosh, could they could they learn one of my songs? And they ended up learning it and performing it at the King's Guest House. And then later they performed another song in another park at a waterfall. So, it was a very organic and ma- magical thing. In any case, I'm, I'm working to establish a chapter here in BC. We're more busy than there and, and it's not so exciting because there's so many exciting things. However, there is a place, uh, we're, we're working on a, a rail trail and there's a lot of people that just want to bike and do electric bikes and everything and just speed and I, I'm trying to get people to slow down. So maybe more like a pilgrimage type thing and really learn about the local cultures in each community. So I'm, there's a word going on that uh, I, I'm, I love that idea of not just catering to the big hotel chains, but, but looking at that smaller scale, not the B and B, but someone mentioned something. I wrote down the word, but I I really like that idea of, of living with, local people, especially indigenous. So incorporating the settler and indigenous history. I think I spoke more than three and a half minutes, but thank you for allowing me to say something because I'm excited this is our year here.
1: It is, it really is. Thank you so much, Miss Socrates. Uh, Lou and I were talking about how much we love your name, <laughs> Silverado Socrates. Now that's the name right there. So thank you. Thank you for all that you do and all that you've been doing with us for, for quite some time. And we're excited about some of the developments to take place in, in the British Columbia chapter. So thank you.
20: Thank you. All
1: right. All right. Now, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hear from our founder and our president, um, Lou DeMorey. and um, uh, he needs no introduction, but suffice it to say that it has been Lou's vision hard work, tenacity, brilliance, heart and spirit that not only created the Institute but has kept us together as a family for 35 years. Uh, There's very few people who can put out a call uh, a week in advance and have people from all over the world to show up for the meeting. And that's Lou Damore, that's who he is. So um, we will now hear from our president and our founder Mr. Ludi Moore, uh, talking about Global Peace Parks projects and uh, some of the other initiatives that he's gonna share with you. Brother Lou. Hello, Brother Tim. Uh, Thank you very much for the
0: introduction. I'm gonna be very brief because we do wanna leave a bit of time for people to uh, make their comments. I'm seeing a number of good friends that I'm sure have something to contribute. Uh, I'll begin with talking about our global peace parks project. That's that's my main goal for uh, the coming year. We currently have 450 peace parks around the world. Uh, there's one on each of six continents. Uh, only Antarctica doesn't have a peace park, yet at least one in my, many uh, continents, uh, uh, several. Uh, some of the uh, noteworthy peace parks are Bethany Beyond the Jordan, the birth, birthplace of Christ, uh, Victoria Falls, which was uh, rededicated with Dr. Rafai as the uh, featured event of the opening day of the 20th uh, UNWTO General Assembly, and also Dr. Kenneth Kaunda, the, uh, the first president of Zambia. And then again in In, Colombia on the first day of the 21st, UNWTO General Assembly, Dr. Rafai, with the Minister of Tourism. We, we dedicated a peace park. Uh, a few others are uh, the Uganda Martyrs Trail, uh, Sun River National Park, which was dedicated following the General Assembly uh, in Chengdu. Um, it's, uh, it's an international park. Uh, with great prominence in China. And then later that year, um, we dedicated a peace town called Danzai Wanda. It's a uh, town that was specifically dedicated for tourism in one of the poorest provinces of China to uh, help reduce poverty. In three years, they've a- achieved some 20 million visitors and the Khan county of Wanda has totally eliminated poverty. It's a great success story. And uh, I'd like to welcome our our good friend Lenwood as well. He uh, has done marvelous work as the catalytic agent of Harrisburg uh, with the uh, uh, peace promenade dedicated along the Susquehanna River, uh, some two and a half miles. And uh, following the dedication, virtually every month, another event was held and then most recently, a major dedication which uh, maybe Lenwood would tell us a little bit about um, so I'm it's
15: Michelle's hoping... mother's 98th birthday just so you know you might want to Michelle Allard mother's 98th birthday
2: happy birthday
0: thank you for mentioning that um So yes, if if Lem would would tell us a little bit about uh, his most recent uh, activity there. And another initiative I'm involved in, and and before I leave that, uh, anyone who can help uh, develop peace parks in their community or has ideas as to key organizations that can partner with us in uh, peace park dedications, my goal is to achieve 1,000 peace parks by the end of this year. Uh, Another initiative uh, I'm involved with in terms of uh, thinking globally, acting locally, is here in Utica, New York, uh, my hometown that I've returned to after some 60 years. Uh, It's it's a town of uh, 60,000 people, 20,000 of those persons are immigrants, and mostly immigrants from countries that have experienced uh, violence. Uh, Bosnia, uh, Somalia, Vietnam, uh, Burma, and and others. Uh, Some 42 languages are spoken in in, uh, Utica. And with that dedication, I'm hoping to make Utica a model of welcoming immigrants, given the critical situation with some 80 million uh, refugees around the world. Uh, many of them in Jordan as we've heard from Don. And very briefly, uh, the third initiative is collaborating with uh, our good friend uh, John Dixon, who is head of a working group of the World Peace Foundation. And John with John, we are uh, looking at the role of tourism, culture and sport in fostering uh, unity in the North Korean. In, in, in the Korean Peninsula. And several of our partners uh, will be involved with us, particularly uh, Steve DeVos of uh, Global Sports Partners, our, our new global peace ambassador, uh, Philippe Francois, and uh, Riza with his tour to uh, North Korea. So with with that, uh, Tim, maybe we can get to uh, some other people contributing uh, to, to the session.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Um... I was just going through through the through the list, and I wanted to see if a couple of our advisory boards members are still with us. Um, Mr. Zimmer, Ms Mann or Ms Kathy Sudeikis, would you please um, open up what what we'd like to do now um, is we we have now concluded all of the formal presentations on all of the projects that IPT will be engaging in in two thousand and twenty one. And what we wanna do now is to open up the floor uh, for discussion, questions, contributions, ideas, um, and any just reflections. Um, so before we, uh, I thought it would be appropriate, Lou and I thought it would be appropriate for us to begin with advisory board members um, with any thoughts that any of you might have. So Mr. Zimmer, Ms. Mann, Ms. Uh, Sudekas.
11: I'll jump in here um, for you. I I have to say, first of all, thank you so much for always including us in these uh, conferences. I learned so much about the entire world. And I have to say how proud I am and impressed I am that we are all using this COVID downtime to regroup and to grow The kinds of uh, the pieces of our business that are so labor intensive, but we never have time for when we're, when we're busy doing our regular jobs. So this has been uh, an interesting discussion. I want to tell you from the sales perspective, um, being a travel agent, actually, and in the Midwest of the United States, people are itching to get back on the road and, um, we, we have rolled everything over from 2020, March and beyond, into 2021. People are holding on to their requests for 2021 and only reluctantly in the process of switching, especially cruises, to 2022. And I thought the most telling thing that has happened lately is that Oceana announced a 100-day Around the World Cruise uh, for 2022, the first quarter, and it's sold out in uh, 48 hours. So business will be back to all of you, and um, it's so important for us to provide the tourists for your cottage industries and, and destinations and for the growth of these kinds of things. The Peace Park is, is such a hit and such a winner. Um, I think that, that that's, that's such a great place to start for so many of us. Thank you again, Lou and Tim.
0: Thank you very much. What, was that Kathy? We, we didn't it see It was her. Kathy. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fantastic. I, I can still remember having a dinner with your, your husband and you and, and uh, Don King and uh, all the great memories that uh, we went through during that uh, dinner. Uh, I, I see Jovan Popescu, who's been very faithful to us for many years, and uh, he can give us an Eastern Europe perspective. Uh, Jovan, would you like to uh, say anything?
22: Yes, this is my, really my privilege uh, to be with you tonight or today. Uh, I'm with uh, Lou and IPT for almost 30 years from Montreal Conference. And um, this uh, I'm from Belgrade, Serbia, university professor and uh, president of one organization related to sustainable tourism development. And um, we are intending and we are very near to form a Serbian chapter. It will be much better if it could be Balkan chapter, for example. We have a lot to, to, to know and look to to, 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 to have a lot of researches about uh, peace and tourism in this part of the world. And uh, it is really, uh, I have ideas what will be interesting to do in the future related to peace and tourism, peace tourism and so on, peace parks. So I hope, really hope, uh, and I will do my best to. Uh, uh, to join my efforts and efforts with my colleagues and friends to achieve all the goals of IAPT. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ivan. Look forward to uh,
0: communicating with you further. Yes. Thank you. Lenwood, would you like to tell us what you're up to uh, as the catalytic agent of uh, Harrisburg and Pennsylvania?
13: Uh, Thank you very much. it is truly, truly a privilege to be with you and to share a conversation from around the world. We are perhaps IIPT's youngest and smallest organization. We are a, a ground up people's project in the center in the heart of Pennsylvania. Uh, I love those you are here maps Uh, in the airport. So uh, Pennsylvania is the fourth most popular destination uh, in the Mid-Atlantic region for tourism. Uh, We are an eight and a half hour drive from 51% of the population of the United States. Um, Harrisburg is exactly in the center of the state between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. And it is uh, 35 miles from the Mason-Dixon Line. And so many people enter the state uh, by driving north and entering from Maryland and and Harrisburg is their first stop. 44% of the visitors to Harrisburg stay with friends and relatives. They are called VFRs, you know, that simply means uh, visiting friends and relatives. Um, they sleep on your futon, they sleep on your floor, they bring their air mattress, they stay in the, the, on the fold-out sofa. And that makes every household in the 44% of, of Pennsylvania's tourism, a destination manager, a concierge desk, uh telling their friends and relatives where to go so we have launched an education program for uh a proud to call it home initiative uh, for individual households we were asked to establish a peace park and we chose the four mile long riverfront park of which Two and a half miles of it is a sculpture garden uh, right in the center of the uh, National uh, Rails and Trails Track. Four miles of, of park that is one block wide with a sculpture garden in the middle. Many of the sculptures were placed there. And the individuals who placed them there have either aged out or their individual families a uh, uh, transition from life and the sculptures were foster children. So we established a, uh, a restoration conservation and preservation program with the monuments and an education and uh, uh, investigation project with the neighborhoods that are adjacent to the riverfront. The community's 12 major festivals, one each month or on the riverfront. So 150,000 people visit the riverfront. We refer to it as the neutral ground. Our program is called Peace Like a River and we use the theme of peace and the river uh, as a, a way of engaging people into dialogues about the Holocaust, about Hiroshima, uh, about um, World War One and II, uh, as we finished our first two years we came into the net into the IPT in 2016. We discovered that there was no African-American monument on the river Uh, and so we placed a sculpture garden as Tim mentioned on the capitol grounds the first African-American monument on the capitol in honor of the 150th anniversary of the 15th Amendment in the United States, African-Americans, the right to vote. We dedicated that monument. This year uh, in the COVID consciousness and in the COVID pandemic, we were able to still complete the installation of four life-size bronze figures and an iconic pedestal with the names of 100 African-Americans who used to live on the grounds where the Capitol is. I'll end by saying, when we reviewed the IIPT uh, call, uh, we re- You're muted. You're muted. Mr.
2: Stone, you're muted. I'm sorry. You're muted.
13: Uh, I, yes. I, I, I don't know where where i stopped but i'll end by saying we uh realized that we had not planted 12 trees as uh many communities have done and so we created a peace grove along the river where we have planted 12 trees in in honor of 12 pennsylvania peacemakers and we planted 100 year old oaks uh, and that peace grove is a meditation grove visitors along the the way. We are not a a government organization. We are a ground-up people's movement. Uh, We are what is called a quango in America, a quasi-autonomous non-government organization, a coalition of 200
0: individuals. Thank thank you very much, Lenwood. I see our good friend Ben Sherman Ben, uh, would, would you like to share your thoughts in terms of, uh, I, I know you've been working with WINTA quite a bit, uh, but your, your ideas in terms of integrating uh, the Peace Through Tourism movement and what you've heard today uh, within the indigenous community uh, in the US and, and globally through WINTA. Uh, ben, unmute yourself. Ben, Ben, can you hear me? Thank you.
23: Yes. Thank you, Lou. It's, there you go. It's always good to see and hear you. And Timothy, thank you for chairing this meeting. Uh, I'm still the chair of the World Indigenous Tourism Alliance, and we have a brand of tourism among indigenous people that is famous for uh, hospitality and spreading goodwill. You know, as the original inhabitants of our landscapes, uh, we feel that we represent mother earth and do everything that we can to represent her well and welcoming visitors as representatives of mother earth. Uh, Lou, I realize that <clears throat> when you first started this uh, effort, uh, you honored the, the peacemaker who was uh, an indigenous leader. You're absolutely uh, right. And if if you want to say something about that, feel free to do so. Uh, I don't know all the details of it, but I think that was excellent that uh, you did that. Was that in your very first uh, meeting in Canada? The The big
0: presentation of the Peacekeeper was at our second global conference in Montreal, where we had an, an, an elder from tiendanega the birthplace of the peacemaker, Uh, join with us in a peace pipe ceremony and the dedication of a white pine, which was the tree of peace that was planted by by the peacemaker. Uh, I I don't want to take up much more time, but that was just a phenomenal event. And uh, uh, we also honored the uh, uh, Kanawaki Reserve across the river from Montreal. Uh, In in an interfaith uh, service, they were the first presenters, the longhouse, uh, representative of the longhouse.
23: Yes. And one of the things that I like about your activities and events, and this is especially true of uh, Timothy, is that you you take your prayers as well. You honor the uh, creator, the great spirit. And I think that is important, too, for uh, promoting peace in the world. And that is, of course, something that uh, our indigenous people do at every opportunity is to pray and honor the Creator. So with that, uh, thank you, Lou. Uh, I wish you all the best for yourself.
0: Thank you very much, Ben. And I see B Broda, are you still there, B? Actually, yes, I am. Okay, great. Thanks for hanging in there. Uh,
16: Okay. I actually have an appointment at 1, but I just want to quickly say, and I wrote there, I promise that um, I'm going to, over my dead body, (laughs) organize a peace park here in San Felipe, Mexico. And I've done the first step, which is finding out who, you know, would I contact. And it's been difficult because San Felipe is a suburb of Mexicali. Okay. And it's a two-hour drive through the desert between the, the town and San Felipe. So to find out who that is, and I kind of picked out a perfect park and, and then I'm told that it's a sacred burial spot, so I can't, so... But I've, I've come a long way in organizing this and, and I will do that for you, Lou. In honor of, of, of you and Pisu Tourism, I will do this. So, um, I also wanted to say, when I was president of SATW, I really, really was trying to introduce Peace Through Tourism to the members. And I'd have to say that it's it's more uh, uh, relevant now. People seem to be understanding what was meant by it. But what's happened is the concept has given rise to a new group called DEIA within SETW, and that stands for Diversity, Equality, Inclusion, and Accessibility. And it's a group that's trying to ensure that that tourism becomes an equal experience for all people, regardless of, you know, race, religion, you know, level of of, uh, physical activity, just everything. So, um, and and Peace Through Tourism has come up and we have some members that are, uh, that have been interested in and involved in Peace Through Tourism. So, um, as such, I'm also on the Professional Development Committee to obtain speakers on any of these topics for our upcoming convention. And I've already actually put forward a couple names from this group um, to speak at it. But if anybody feels that they have something to present um, under the auspices of one of those categories, please do get in touch with me because uh, I think this is one of the most inspiring groups in, in the world. And uh, in the, it would be nice to get that message flowing through.
0: Thank you so much, B, and you've been such a, an important part of it at so many of our different conferences. Uh, let me say that I want to give you a phone call to t- talk about a couple of things, so send me an email and let me have okay. your current uh, phone number and we'll be in touch.
16: Okay, another thing I just wanted to say too, I thought it was great to hear about the olive oil trekking route. Uh, From Gail. I was just there. If you watch my show on Turkey, it's there. It's actually in the show. And uh, we interviewed the woman who's the, the wife, actually, and they have spent 30 years personally spending all of their money on anything they could find that had anything to do with the history of the oil, olive oil industry in turkey and it's a beautiful spot and it's fully organic and um uh, my guide is their best friend so wow. if she needs boots on the ground uh i can connect her with yashar
0: So was with gail yes please yeah. send us please send us the link to that uh part of your your program.
16: Sure, I will do that. And now I must run because I have a front wheel bearing that's going to get me in an accident on the way back to the US. (laughs) Wonderful. Some me your current
0: phone number will be in touch.
16: Okay. thanks, Lou. Thanks,
0: everyone. (laughs) And I see see, uh, Kathy Pond, also a longtime friend and uh, very involved with the guide community. Uh, Kathy, would you like to come in?
12: Well, hi, um, this has been so inspiring as it always is. I, I um, Lou and I do go way back. I, I was at the Vancouver conference and then the go. Jordan one and Johannesburg. Um, I'm really excited about the Peace Parks and Linwood. I grew up really near Harrisburg. Um, and I am, if you don't mind, I'm gonna be contacting you to just get your sense of how I'm blown away by what you've done, all those bronze sculptures and miles. I mean, I that is just extraordinary. And I would love to see that park. And I live in Charlottesville, Virginia. So um considering our uh you know, we we've, we've become internationally known um in ways, you know, just for what happened here in, in, in 2017, I mean, we, I think we're ripe for a peace park here, um, especially because we're making way, f- uh, taking away eventually, hopefully our Confederate sculptures. Um, it's just, it's such an, you know, such an obvious um, great place for a peace park. Um, also nearby Yogaville, I'm, it's called Yogaville, it's in the center of the state, is another place that I've talked to uh, some people there and it, it's about an hour away from Charlottesville. So, and Lou, I just have one question for you. You, you said your goal is to have a thousand parks. How many are there right now?
0: We have 450 with, with at least one on, on every, all six continents except Antarctica, yeah. Uh, 350 of those are from our Canada Peace Parks Across Canada project as part of uh, Canada's 125th anniversary. So uh, let's let's talk more about uh, a peace park in Charlottesville. That would be fantastic.
12: Okay. And Linwood, Linwood I'm um, going to look up your, I'll get your information from Lou and if you don't mind, I'd love to talk.
13: I'll put it in the chat. <laughs>
12: Oh great! Great. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And and I and see Thank you, Lou. Uh, thank thank you. You, Lou.
0: God bless. Uh, I see Judy Karwacki's name. I don't see your photo. Are you there, Judy? You would need to unmute.
15: Hi. Um, I need there a haircut go. badly, so I don't have my video on <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just made my hair but, right uh, now. <laughs>
0: but, but Judy's been a long time uh, member of the family, and always always making a great contribution
15: yeah i'm sorry about uh i was just talking to my husband for a minute there his his friend was telling me that it was his mother's 98th birthday and so i mentioned that <laughs> i think that happened in the middle of lou's talk uh, yeah i've been involved with iipt for a long time um been at the conferences in jamaica and zambia and south africa and uh, thailand and uh in three of those conferences um with Lou and, and Ben and things we've done, um, indigenous panels, and D- Diane, of course, has been involved in those. Um, and like Diane, I'm a community tourism specialist. I do a lot of work in that area, um, working on a on a project with the Inter-American Development Bank right now that involves five countries. And um, I work with the World Bank in Jamaica on in that topics for, since 20 th- 2011, I guess, also in Cabo Verde. So, um, I've tried to uh, have Lou come and speak at the Adventure Travel Trade Association conference, which I think is a really important venue because it, it, you know, and I have over 1000 members from um, 120 countries, I believe it is, and so far that hasn't happened, but that's something I'm going to try again for this year, the conference is going to be in Japan. And I think it's a really good year for it, you know, especially with regenerative tourism and uh, all of these things. So that'll be one of the things I will uh, try to do. Also, the other thing um, with this new World Bank project in Jamaica, I should say the new phase, it's the second five-year phase of a 10-year project. Uh, This year, we're going to get into marketing. This time, we're going to get into marketing more. So I'd love to see Uh, these community tourism enterprises and to have some kind of an an initiative with IIPT through that. So those will be the things that I I will try to focus on this year. Great to be here. Great to see everybody and uh, to hear about everything that's going on around the world and all led by our wonderful Lou and, and the whole group, Timothy and the board. Thanks, everybody.
0: Thank you. Look forward to hearing from you. Okay. And, and uh, John Dixon has been with us uh, all through the uh, session. Uh, John is organizing uh, a tourism, culture, and sport uh, conference uh, for Unity on the North Korean Peninsula. John, would you like to say a few words?
17: Well, uh, yeah, hi, Lou and everyone. Uh, I, um, and uh, Timothy, I don't know if you remember, we were together at the UN a few times. Uh, last year. Um, I'm uh, very excited to see the development of IIPT. I read about Lou in the 90s, I think, in the last issue of the World and I magazine, and and, uh, I was fascinated then. I I was in Okinawa at that time and uh, working with the tourism, Department of Tourism of Okinawa Prefecture then, and, and that was my introduction to it. I've been peripherally involved and I uh, worked a lot with the indigenous communities also here. There's so many uh, velcro points here and Linwood, I live in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, not very far from you. I get over to Harrisburg from time to time and I'm, I'm sorry I missed the dedication there, but I definitely want to stop by and see you and and so many inspiring people here uh, and uh, especially um, to to be uh, with you on the on the panel your incredible effort. Uh, with the UN, WTO, and uh, just Lou for 35 years carrying this uh, vision—it's uh, that has inspired and lit up so many people. I'm always—it's always inspiring to to be here and to see really the power of grassroots and the bottom-up uh, uh, development. So I, I, I and thank you, and I love you, and uh, God bless this great world. Thank you.
0: I don't know if we've missed anyone. Is there anyone else that would like to uh, comment? And and then I'll turn it back over to Brother Tim, who will ask uh, Taleb to uh, say a few words. Anyone else?
8: Uh, Before everybody, uh, you know, uh, leaves, I'd just like to uh, tell you about something that uh, we've been doing for the last five years at uh, ITB. Uh, which is an award called Celebrating Her uh, for women who are exceptional women in the in the fields of travel and tourism and hospitality. And this year, of course, it's got to be a virtual thing because ITB is virtual. So it's got to be on the 9th of March, uh, German time, uh, 3 o'clock to a half past 3. So if any of you are registering for uh, the ITB virtual event, uh, uh thing please do mark it on your calendars and if you're not unfortunately uh itb is not going to open it out to everybody you need to register for itb in order to be able to participate in the convention but if you don't well it's going to be on the itb youtube channel again so this is the fifth year running we we had our we went through the whole process uh, dr Refai was on the jury and so was luke and we had our uh, three winners selected for last year, and we couldn't do it because of COVID. So it's, it's gone into uh, this year. But it's the 9th of March, one day after uh, the uh, International Women's Day. So just, just mark it, and if you're there, uh, please do uh, attend. Thank you.
0: Uh, that's Thank great, you. Ajay. Maybe Thank you could send us all a, an email uh, confirming the dates and time.
8: I'll, I'll, I'll do that, too. I'll do that. Wonderful. Thank you.
5: If you allow me just to um, um, say something uh, real quick, if that's okay. Of course. Okay. No, uh, thank you very much. I wanted to remind everyone, a lot of you are um, also part of the World Tourism Network we're starting, and and, uh, we had two events with IIPT, and uh, at that time, we started an interest group for Peace to Tourism. Um, what extends the reach of what you're doing, and um, I wanted to remind everyone and invite everyone to contribute to this interest group. Um, We will publish it. It's going to be on the rebuilding.travel website, and if you're a member of WTN, um, you can easily actually be part of this group, and and hopefully it can get a lot of awareness of all these fantastic initiatives um, discussed today and also get awareness, more awareness out for peace parts. And uh, Louis is leading um, this interest group. So I just wanted to remind everybody.
1: Thanks for that, Thomas. Okay. So thank you all for really wonderful contributions throughout the day. This has really been um, an awesome day. And what we'd like to do now is to ask Dr. Rafai to um, begin to close this out, we're going to have some, some final words from Dr. Rafai and Lou. And Dr. Rafai, we'd like to get your thoughts on, on all that is taking place here today and any other thoughts in general that you want to share with us.
2: Thank you so much, Timothy. You know, the only thought that comes to my mind now is Lou Demori, this very unique person that we're all gathered to because of him here. I remember my memory goes back to the year 2000. 20 years ago, when I first met Lou, he was in the in the conference on the Bethany Beyond Jordan. It was the year 2001, we opened our first, I think, Lou, if I'm not mistaken, park, peace park in Jordan. I was still there. I was not in charge of tourism. I didn't know anything about tourism at the time. I was minister, but minister of information. I had a different portfolio altogether. It was Akil Biltaji, my colleague and friend who could not be with us tonight because he has COVID tonight, he's at the hospital. We all should wish him the best. But then I met Lou, I was impressed by Lou, right from the beginning. Now today, I have a very special feeling. I think we should dedicate the last words for Lou because his leadership has led us to all of this. His leadership is very unique. When you look at this family that is gathered around, it's a family of people that do things on their own. He doesn't interfere in everything. I know Lou, it's not easy to read like this, but you're a real leader. You have managed to have people respect you from afar, and you listen to all of this initiatives taking place under your, your name. You just encourage them from a distance. It's a new style of leadership. It's a wonderful leadership. Because everybody works under your umbrella, but they do their own bits. Anybody can do anything that contributes to peace. We'll talk to you today about about community, we talked about food, we talked about entrepreneurship, we talked about uh, indigenous people, we talked about so many things. Anybody can do anything connected to peace and get the blessing of Blue Do my last words are for you. Thank you for your leadership. I know exactly what that means. When I became Secretary General of UNWT, to great respect for you, I still do. Tonight, more than ever, I feel that everybody paying tribute to you, we're all doing this thing for you, for you, Lou. I hope we reach the 1,000 parks. My call is for everybody. Let's fulfill Lou's dream. One to 1,000 peace parks. Let's do it while we're all still alive and kicking. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Lou, for everything you have done. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Dr. Rafai. Well, I tell you, um, I'm a Baptist deacon and we have, we have a saying, let the church say amen. So that's, that's, right. uh, amen. that's, that's just from, from, from the heart. And um, you spoke eloquently, Dr. Rafai, about what all of us feel and what all of us think. So, and to be our, the chairman of our international advisory board, it carries great weight. So we, we're, we're very grateful to you. We're all here because of Lou. Yes, we're all sir. Here of Lou. Yes, sir. We, we're very yeah. clear. We're very clear. Yeah. <laughs> all thank right. You. So uh, without further ado, Brother Lou, please close us out.
0: Well, I thank everyone uh, for being with us today. It, it really is uh, encouraging to see the enthusiasm uh, of every speaker and your interest in personally d- doing something uh, to build a culture of peace through tourism. Uh, the vision with which IIPT was born was to make travel and tourism the world's first global peace industry and the belief that every traveler is potentially an ambassador for peace. I, I think with the people that we've had her, here today and others who will join us in the future, I, I think we're on a way to making this vision a reality. And, and Dr. I, uh Some of my greatest memories are being with you uh, during your period of uh, being Secretary General UNWTO for eight years. And one of my proudest moments is uh, the photo we had together signing the, uh, after signing the MOU between UNWTO and and myself. And and particularly, uh, I remember the the, uh, helicopter ride we had together in uh, Sri Lanka. Where I asked you, that right. you would be uh, chairman of our international volu- uh, uh, advisory board, and and you accepted very, very uh, graciously. So Taleb, uh, I can't say how much uh, we appreciate your being with us and and uh, and and all you've done for tourism. Uh, generally, uh, you you brought the leaders of the industry together during your leadership, and uh, it, it was the greatest global tourism period of, of any time that I can remember in my some 50 years of being involved in tourism. You, you were a great model of, uh, of a leader, Taleb. And we're so honored to have you with us. And again, thank you to everyone. Thanks to Thomas for hosting us. And brother Tim, it was a great job of moderating.
2: Thank you. Tim, thank you. You're a great thank brother, you. Tim. Thank, thank you. you.
1: Well, thank you everybody. Thank you for thank the you so much.
12: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank Anyone, you. This thank you. Thank you. Happy Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Happy Valentine. Thank, 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 so thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: Happy Valentine to Thank you.
17: Thank you very much. much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank bye. You. bye. Bye. Bye bye. bye.
7: bye. 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 Thank you.
2: Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Thomas. Thank you. Thank you, Jorgen. Yes,
1: thank,
2: thank you, you my dear.
5: Excellent. You. you guys going to get recording. Everyone, the recording. Everyone's emails I have, we're going to send a
14: recording to you. Uh-huh. Thank, you thank you. Thank you.